At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome into Odds On. I'm Mike Palm. He is Amal Shaw. Thanks to Femi Abedafi. Filled in on late notice yesterday. Glad to be back with you, Amal. Wimbledon, uh, full Annie Lennox. Here comes the rain again. In a rain. <laughs> Great line. In, in, in a rain delay. We've got an early game here as uh, Mental Case. Chris Archer just walks four consecutive Cleveland batters with two outs in the bottom of the second. One nothing tribe here. Base is still loaded. In this huge series in Cleveland. Uh, yeah, absolutely. By the way, before we get into that real quick, was that Eurythmics or was that Annie Lennox alone? No, that was Eurythmics. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I love her voice. Um, uh, so far, they split the series 2-2. The Twins bullpen reared its ugly head again last night. If I am the Minnesota Twins, I am on the phone right now trying to figure out who I'm bringing in as a middle, middle and uh, late relief in this one. They have a 6-3 lead in the 10th inning yesterday, Mike absolutely blow this thing up. What a crucial opportunity missed because you could have taken three out of four. This game today, you potentially lose no problem. They've got the far better offense than Cleveland. Um, a, a friend of mine is a, a Guardians fan said to me, he goes, the Cleveland offense isn't good, and he's right. I, I've noticed in this series, they win both games by a single run, and it's taken Minnesota melting down to get it. I think the season series is tied 5-5 or something like that. Cleveland's won every game by one run, and Minnesota's yeah. only run one, one game, that one nothing game by one run. I didn't realize that yeah. even in Minnesota, yeah. they won by one run. Yes. Yeah, yes. wow. Uh, in that game, they rallied, remember. I want to get to this the breaking news yeah. story. USC and UCLA potentially moving to the Big Ten Conference. Yeah, in 2024. Well, you know, when I think of the Big Ten, I think of, you know, from State College, Pennsylvania to Los Angeles. I think, you know, we all think of the Midwest. Well, Piscataway, don't yeah, That's right. I forgot about <laughs> yeah. Piscataway. I completely forgot about that. You're absolutely right. Uh, but, you know, both L.A. schools, from an academic standpoint, they meet the criteria, obviously, get in the Big Ten. I'm not sure how the hell Nebraska got in, but they're still there. Uh, from an, so you see the impact that they want to have that number two media market with the money coming in from Fox for the Big Ten. It's only going to expand even bigger. Now, can, can you imagine some of these matchups? Michigan, USC, Ohio State, USC. They'll be the top-rated games on Fox every year. I always thought that within six, seven years, we'd get down to four super conferences. And close. perhaps the Pac-12 is one of the casualties of that. Um, and, and I've been very critical of them competing uh, for national titles. Do you think the Pac-12 can survive should USC and UCLA leave? No chance. How do you survive? I mean, who's the next up program there? When you look at you got to go to the Phoenix market, uh, Arizona State. And I'm getting, I mean, who, who else is there? Utah, too small in Salt Lake City. Nobody in Seattle. Denver cares. Well, if UW gets back on track, I mean, but still, Phoenix is a much bigger market. 
Um, the Huskies obviously have great tradition, but this program right now in a little bit of turmoil, Washington State. Stanford with San Francisco, that area, Cal. No. no not know, relevant there. Not, not relevant enough. And here's the thing. People don't necessarily have an affinity for those schools because they couldn't get into those schools, let alone you know our supporters of them. So from that standpoint, I think the Pac-12 is going to start to disintegrate. If you are the Pac-12 conference right now, you are extremely concerned. If you're one of these other schools, you're looking to latch on somewhere. Maybe you go to the Big 12. Colorado to the Big 12 obviously makes the most sense. Utah to the Big 12 makes sense. Um, I'm calling, you know, Bob Bowlesby in the Big 12 and trying to get in there right now. Yeah. Uh, Big 10 West would become a little more interesting, wouldn't it? <laughs> it really would. We would actually see some decent quarterback. Yeah. But do you realize DTR automatically becomes the second best quarterback in the Big 12 uh, West overnight? Yeah, you're absolutely <laughs> right. Amazing. Uh, all right. Um, Let's get to Wimbledon. Yep. Uh, concerned at all about Iga, drops the second set today, holds on and wins in, th- in three. Uh, you predicted Simona Halep before the tournament. That's yeah. where your bet was. You yeah. said take 12 to 1 or better. She's been dominant. She just uh, cruised to straight sets again, although it wasn't easy, but a straight sets victory. Is Iga vulnerable here? May she go out even before the quarters? Uh, I don't know. i got to look at the rest of the draw. I think she's got Elise Cornet potentially mm-hmm. next, um, but I'd have to look at the draw. You know, the player today she went to three sets against. Yeah. Uh, Kirkova, I mean, there's no way she should go three sets against her if she's blindfolded. <laughs> I, I mean, seriously. The, the, she's not even capable. Uh, I, I mean, I'm shocked by this result. Look, Iga's been terrific, but not taking anything away from her success, Mike. The best player in the world retired at 25, 26 years old, Nash Barty. Naomi mm-hmm. Osaka now is more interested in social media and other things. When Naomi Osaka was on top of her game, I think she could dominate Iga. I just don't think the talent pool right now on the women's side is nearly as competitive as when, when Serena was dominating. Uh, Pagula drops the first set yeah. to Dart, but comes back to win in three. Yeah, I, I think Jess Pagula is going to be dangerous here. Very competitive. I love her disposition. Never gets too high, never gets too low. Uh, Harmony Tan, another upset winner today. Who did she take out? I didn't see that match. She took out... 32nd seed, Cerebes Tormo. Oh, you know what? Uh, Sarah Cerebes Tormo from Spain, terrific on the clay courts, doesn't have enough power to knock you off the court, Mike. In my opinion, she, uh, Cerebes Tormo, probably the most uh, consistent hitter of every woman on tour. Nobody puts more balls in play than her, but just doesn't have the ability to get shots past you. Six-seeded Pliskova gets beat. She wins yeah. the first set, and then Kitty Bolter comes back and wins the last two. Emotional scene interviewing her after there. In, in Wimbledon. I wish I had seen that. Katie Bolter, yeah. obviously, fly, uh, under the Union Jack. A lot yeah. of support. Her, her grandmother passed two days ago. It oh, was I revealed did. here. Oh, that's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. And uh, But you know what? She's She's got a good power game. Was competitive against Kvitova. Lost in, in a late, I think, 7-5 in that match against yep. Petra at Eastbourne. Really a terrific player with good power. Uh, this could be uh, bode well for her. Could make a potentially deep run here to the uh, quarters at uh, Wimbledon. Rubikina in straight sets over Andrescu. I was a little surprised there. Yeah, I am too. Uh, Rubikin is dangerous. Good serve, good power game. Andrescu a little bit inconsistent, but I thought she'd be capable of making a run. I had a ticket on her, 25-1. to 1. Unfortunately, that didn't materialize. I'm, I made an anger bet, but it was a good one. <laughs> I bet Zing against Greet Menon today, straight sets winner. After you told me the statistics on Menon that took us both out of parlays. Yes. <laughs> yeah, against it with Garbina. It was 3-11. <laughs> Greet Menon has no business being in the top 75. Six love in the second set. Not surprised. Against Garbine. Yeah. What a joke. Well, Garbine, Garbine's a mental midget. Is, does Petra Kvitova have a shot here? Another straight set win today. You know, I'll tell you one thing that's going to bode well for her as the tournament goes on. The surface gets a little bit harder because it gets worn out around, especially in the baseline. If she can hit the lines and do other things, she can be dangerous. Um, she's still got a great serve. The lefty serve out wide. She really can present some challenges. Tell me about this American Jack Sock who wins the first two sets over Cressy so far before the rain comes. Well, listen, I don't know what Sock's career is going to be, but he's done well in the wife category. I'll give him that. But overall, Sock has been a guy who's been hampered by injuries. He's from Britain's home state of Nebraska. He had a good career, a tremendous doubles player. Taking out looks like Max Cressy. I'm on the wrong side of this one here. Mm. I, the reason why Sock has been inconsistent, and for an American, surprisingly, Sock's tremendous success has come on the clay courts. Uh, but a good player, if he can get healthy and stay consistent, he's a guy that could be back in the top 25 eventually. I like his game a lot. Um, I like his disposition on the court. Doesn't get too high or too low too often. Rafa wins the first two sets, drops the third, up three love against the Lithuanian Eddie Goodell here in this match. <laughs> Barankis here, uh, he's taking care of business. Rafa, you know, the reason why if you're Rafa, you don't want to drop the set, you want to minimize in the early rounds the time on court. 
because as you get longer in this tournament, you're going to end up with a four and a five setter potentially. So you want to try to minimize that as much as possible. You could have got Brody at 20 to one in the fourth set against Schwartzman comes back and wins in five. You know, against Schwartzman, you always have a shot yeah. because even though Schwartzman's a great player and it's not on clay, he doesn't have the power to knock you off there. Liam Brody coming back and taking care of business. Uh, good win for him. Your boy Nick Kyrgios rolled in straight sets. I today. saw that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, obviously, well, what day is today? Thursday? Quiet night in London last night on Wednesday. Not, you know? No party. No party. Night. Tonight, th- be careful on Saturday if you're betting Nick. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Fritz moves on in straight sets as well. Um, yeah. Taylor Fritz, mm-hmm. uh, good serve, power game. Uh, remember, he had the success at Indian Wells this year. All right, let's talk about some matchups for tomorrow morning. Maybe find some bets for the folks. Uh, Francis Tiafo has played very well so far. He's taking on Bublik, almost a pick. Bublik, a small favorite, minus 110. Bublik on, um, you know, on, the, on the grass courts with that monster serve is very dangerous. The, where where Tiafo can beat him is on second serve. Uh, the other thing with Tiafo is he's got great talent, but inconsistent. I, I just don't think he's a guy that's... In his career, you're going to look back and say he probably got to one Grand Slam semifinal. He just doesn't seem like he can break through consistently enough. Carlos Alcarez takes on Oscar Ott. Alcarez minus 340 at all. Yeah, I think uh, Carlos should get through this match, but not going to touch this one. Ott of the German, tough on the uh, grass courts with his serve. Interesting matchup. Sinner and Isner. Sinner, $1.85 favorite. I'm surprised he's that heavy a favorite. Sinner? Yes. I, I, I'm going to tell you, I look at Big John here. Yeah. Um, and the reason is... Sinner's a terrific player, obviously more talented than Isner, but the, the speed courts are equalized by John's serve. He gets to the tiebreaker, so there's not a better player you want in a tiebreaker scenario outside of Novak than Isner because of the serve. We saw what he did yesterday. Takes care of business comfortably against Andy Murray. David Goffin against Hugo Humbert. Goffin minus $1.50. Give me the Belgian in this one. I like his consistently a little bit more. Hugo Humbert, the, uh, the, heart, excuse me, the grass court should help him out a little bit, the lefty there, but... Uh, David Goffin has had a tremendous career, very consistent. Tommy Paul, a dollar eighty favorite against the old man Jiri Vesely. Um, this is going to be interesting. Two lefty servers. The Czech has got a power game. He has had success at Wimbledon before. Has made the quarters. Uh, what's the price you said? Paul is a dollar eighty. Uh, I would take a look at the dog here, just based on the price. But I think Tommy Paul can come through this one. If you take Vesely, you hope he wins the first set. And then be a huge. guy who's won a few matches for me, Nicholas Balashevili. Nicholas Takes Bashevili, on yeah. Tim Van, say the name, Ritzvin. Yeah, the Dutch young yeah. man. Yeah. Ritzvin, a $2 favorite here. Yeah, he, he has been tremendous. This guy has been, I got to give a friend of mine credit. He said to me, he goes, take a look at this guy. He's been tremendous. Takes out Daniil Medvedev in yep. the previous tournament. He has been outstanding. Uh, he can be very dangerous here. Caroline Garcia on the women's side, third round. Against Shui uh, Zhang, Garcia, minus $1.30. Give me Caroline Garcia at that price. Uh, she is a former number four, playing very well, wins the tournament tune-up before Wimbledon, has done a great job so far. You said take a small play to us against Risk yesterday. She prevailed. Yeah. She's $1.55 against Buskova. Uh, I, I like Ali Risk in this one. Good on the grass courts. I thought the young, young player had an opportunity against her there. It's Wimbledon Week, and BetRivers Online Sportsbook is your go-to sportsbook for all tennis-related betting. Today through July 4th, place a $25 wager on Wimbledon at BetRivers Online Sportsbook for a free $10 BetRivers live bet to use on any Wimbledon match. Simply log into BetRivers app now, and you can even live stream tennis matches right from BetRivers Online Sportsbook. All right, coming up next, we're going to preview the Pac-12 North, which looks to be staying intact, at least for, <laughs> at least for the next few years. And don't forget... Coming up in about 20 minutes, our buddy Josh Towers will join the desk for the last 30 minutes. Can't wait to hear about Shohei's appearance last night. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it off? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Zen nicotine pouch is a fresh way to enjoy nicotine. Nicotine pouches are smoke-free and spit-free and made with food-grade ingredients. Simply open the child-resistant lid and place the pouch between your upper lip and gum for up to one hour of real nicotine satisfaction. Zinn is available in 10 varieties and 2 strengths. 3 milligrams for fresh nicotine satisfaction and 6 milligrams for even more nicotine enjoyment. Simple and discreet, you can enjoy Zinn anywhere, anytime. Find your freedom, find your satisfaction, find your Zinn. Visit Zinn.com. <clears throat> At ZYN.com to learn more and to find Zen Nicotine Pouches near you. Zen Nicotine Pouches are only for adults 21 plus who currently use tobacco or nicotine, which is an addictive chemical. Welcome back into Odds On. I'm Mike Palm. He's Amal Shaw. Josh Towers, former Major League Baseball pitcher, World Series champion with the New York Yankees, and a guy that pounded the strike zone, unlike Chris Archer, will join the set in 15 minutes. Amal, let's continue our college football division previews. We already mentioned USC and UCLA may be flying the coop and joining the Big Ten. Let's talk about the Pac-12 North, and we'll start out with the Oregon Ducks. Uh, Oregon, season win total over under 8.5, almost a pick them, just juiced a little bit to the under, minus 115. Conference wins, 6.5, juiced over, and odds to win the Pac-12 championship game of all, plus 290. Yeah, I love this uh prop that the DraftKings has on conference win totals because you can you can uh, just ignore the first three, four weeks of the season. I love it. I do too. I, I think it's a great way. You have a little, a little bit more familiarity with certain opponents. And you things. don't have to bet. You don't have to bet the playoff national championship, the the, the uh, out of season, you know, preseason loss affects how your bet right away off the bat. Absolutely right. They open with Georgia. Going to be a tough game. Mercedes-Benz Dome, uh, Mercedes-Benz Dome, three time zones ahead, playing the defending national champions, 330 Eastern. That'll be an interesting one there for them. Then they have Eastern Washington. BYU is going to be a tough game, Mike. If you're looking at the season win total here, uh, pay attention to this game against the Cougars. I think it's an important game uh, for uh, Dan Lanning and this uh, Oregon team. The big question mark for me with them is who's going to be the quarterback. Bo Nix, the Auburn transfer, comes in there. Uh, you know, Obviously, he'll fit into that system the way they want to operate. But then you've got the redshirt freshman, Ty, uh, I think Ty Simpson, who was high, highly regarded coming out of high school. He's the guy you got to pay attention. Excuse me, Ty Thompson. He's the guy you got to pay attention to. And potentially, Jay Butterfield could get a start there. So, wide open race right now, in my opinion, in terms of the quarterback. They lose Travis Dye at the, quarter, uh, at the uh, running back position. Uh, Cardwell, uh, sophomore tailback. And then I like Sean Dollars. I think Dollars could be a guy that could have an impact in the running game for them. But I still have some concerns about them defensively, even though Sewell is going to be a potential All-American linebacker. I like the conference win total over 6.5. You tell me where they're losing three games here, okay? Now... They have to go to the Palouse, right? But they get UCLA at home and they get Utah at home. I agree. They go to look who they go to. They go to Arizona. They go to Cal. They go to Colorado. Um, they get Washington at home in, in, in that game, and then they're they're at Corvallis. I don't see them losing three conference games. 
tend to agree with you because the Utes and the Bruins are at home. I right. don't think Stanford's going to be much of a punch hit up in Eugene. Um, what about the game, uh, the Civil War uh, in Corvallis? Well, even I, if they lose that, where, where else are they going to lose? I think Utah can beat them in Eugene. Possibly. Okay. What so, would you make the line on that game right now? Just without seeing, I yeah, would make yeah. the Utes. I would make the you Utes make a Utah, okay. maybe a one or one or two. You're going up to Eugene. I think even though it's only fifty four thousand at Austin, I still think it's a great home field. There are one. You is it Utah one point favorite at Florida in the opening game? Yeah, but I th- I still think Oregon's a little bit better than Florida. That's what I mean. Oh yeah. So I think Oregon will be favored. Maybe, in that maybe. Game. I didn't realize that. Okay, that's fair. You know it, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I, I didn't realize that. Yeah, that's. I got no qualms with that. Oregon three point favorite potentially at home then. Yes. Okay. I think two and a half or three. I'm not saying Oregon's going to win the game necessarily, but right. they'd have to get upset twice somewhere other than that. I, I think this is a pretty good bet when you look at the road games. You mentioned at Colorado, at Arizona, and at Washington State in conference play. This is schedule, the it schedule works out really well in, in yeah. conference. They play the tougher teams at home. Okay, uh, and they don't get USC. Uh, next on our list is the University of Washington. Season win total 7.5, juiced a bit to the over, minus 115. Conference win total is 5.5, juiced to the under, 160. And they're 14-1 to to win the Pac-12 championship game of all. Yeah, the big question mark here up in Seattle is uh, Kalen DeBoer takes over, remember, comes in from Fresno State. But who is going to be the starting quarterback there? Is it going to be Michael Penix Jr., the transfer from Indiana? Remember, Penix played under Kalen DeBoer as a freshman there when he was the offensive coordinator. Dylan Morris, the best bounce passer on the Seattle campus there. I don't want him the starting quarterback. And then, of course, Sam Hewitt. Remember, his father, or excuse me, his uncle and father both played at UW. uh, Brock and... uh, uh, I think I was going to say Luke Heward, but that's the brother. Um, who's a Damon Heward? Damon. Yeah, drawing on a blank there for a second. But look, this is a sleeping program, but they've missed on some recruiting opportunities. Let's see if Kalen DeBoer can get things turned around. I think the offense is going to be appreciably better. It, it was just absolutely stagnant the last couple of years. I don't have an opinion here. Oregon State, six and a half. Juice, that season win total. Juice to the under, minus 135. Conference wins, four and a half. Minus 120 to the under. And they're 25 to one to win the Pac-12. I'm curious to see how it's going to go from a standpoint of uh, who's going to be the quarterback here, Tristan Gebbia or uh, uh, Chance Nolan. Uh, both guys played well at times. That's the concern I have as to who the consistent guy is. Uh, I thought Jonathan Smith did one of the best jobs in all of college football last year with what he did with this Oregon State team. Let's see if they can continue that trend. Seven and six last year, five and four in conference play. Um, I, I think Oregon State might pull up an upset or two. What's their season win total at? Six and a half, but no puff puff uh, pre-conference <laughs> schedule. They host Boise and then go to Fresno. Yeah, the Fresno game will be tough against uh, Jeff Tedford and company. They're a four-point favorite at home against uh, Boise. You know, Boise State has not been the same program. Um, I think that's a game Oregon State wins. Uh, they have to play at Utah, um, at Washington. At Arizona State, I'm going to pass on this team. I, I, I'm with you on that, but I'm going to tell you, that game up at UW, they got a better chance than you would think on paper because of the rivalry. I think when you look at those four teams up in that northern quadrant, it is very competitive for all four of those teams. Rank the coaches in the Pac-12 North. Uh, great question. I, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to Jonathan Smith 1. I'm going to put uh, Lanning last because we don't know what he's going to do. We, we, I mean, don't know yet in terms of how things are going to play out there. Where do you put David Shaw? I, I'm on the fence. I'm not as high yeah. on David Shaw as everybody else is. But when you look from a standpoint, Kalen DeBoer did well at Fresno State, but I'm not going to give him credit yet because you're in the Pac-12. It's a different scenario. You know, a guy that I've been dead wrong on is Justin Wilcox at Cal. I thought mm-hmm. he was going to do a much better job than he's done. They have not gotten things going in the right direction so far. You look at Washington State there, uh, Jake Dicker takes over. A lot of question marks. David Shaw's got to be the number two just based on the fact that most people disagree with me and say he's got to be number one. But look, I I thought Jonathan Smith winning in Corvallis. Nobody's won since, you know, Dennis Erickson brought in the parole officers and company to get that team to the Fiesta Bowl and take care of business against uh, Notre Dame. By the way, Chad Johnson dropped that ball before the end zone. (laughs) Uh, You you mentioned Wilcox. Let's go to Cal. Yeah. Season win total five and a half, juice to the over, minus 120. Conference wins only three and a half, juice to the over minus one forty. They're sixty to one uh, to win the Pac-12 championship game. Yeah, this should be about six hundred to one. Uh, this program has just gone in reverse. Four and seven last year, three and five in league play. Uh, Jack Plummer, potential starter here at the quarterback position. They just don't have any offense defensively. They're always very solid. I, w- w- I'm, give me their season one to- win total one more time. Five and a half, juiced a little to the over. 
Um, they get UC Davis, then they get UNLV. So they'll start out 2-0. Two two and and oh, yeah. But then they go to South Bend. That's a loss. They get Arizona at home. They'll be favored there. Mm-hmm. They have to go to the Palouse and then to Boulder. Washington and Oregon at home in back-to-back weeks, and then USC. What a stretch that is. So here's the thing with their schedule on this win total. Yeah. If you're going to bet it, your win's going to come early. All early. Right? Like uh, you mentioned the Rebels and Aggies. Uh, yeah. Notre Dame, you're going to lose. Um, Arizona, the win. Washington State's the wild card in the Colorado game. After that, Washington, Oregon, USC, Oregon State, Stanford, UCLA. Good night. They, they, they're going to go six, or that's it. They're not getting to seven, in my opinion. All right, Washington State is next up. Also five and a half for a season win total, but juice to the under, 125, three and a half. Same juice over as Cal. Conference wins 45 to one to win the Pac-12 championship game. Yeah, it's going to be interesting with these guys because now, remember, you lose Jaden Delora, who goes down to Arizona to play for Jed Fish. I think he realized the offense will be much more effective, but, um, you know, Andre Dollar potentially there, the quarterback. It'll be interesting to see what happens there. I'm not sure with this team. Mike, I, I couldn't tell you one way or the other. A lot of question marks surrounding what's going on in the Palouse right now. Go to Wisconsin in week number two. Uh, and then David Shaw and Stanford uh, ranked, picked to finish last in the division. Four and a half is their season win total. Juiced to the under. Minus 140. Two and a half their conference win total. Juiced over 145, 90 to one to win the Pac-12. Yeah, Tan- Tanner McKee going to be the quarterback there. Uh, and then the name, if it sounds familiar to you at the tailback position, it is because his father's the all-time leading rusher. It is going to be E.J. Smith, the tailback for Stanford in all likelihood this year. This is a big year for David Shaw. Uh, they, they've got to get things going in the right direction. Last year, 3-9 and nine overall, 2-7. Remember seven they, when they went into USC and crushed the Trojans? Yes. And, and then went downhill from there. It really did. You would have never thought this program would go off the rails that quickly. Um, it's going to be a real challenge here for this team going forward. I'm just not sure how well they fare. I think when you look at the Pac-12 North, this is easily Oregon's conference to win. If they're going to get beat, it's going to be by two teams from the Pac-12 South. They beat Oregon and USC last year, and their season win total is four and a half. And they opened with Colgate on the farm. They got one win there? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> All right. He's chomping at the bit to come in here and tell you about his man, Shohei Otani. And- Shohei-san. Yeah. The show showtime with all the strikeouts and off-speed pitches. Josh Towers is next. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSN, the sports betting network. Want more betting insights to give you an edge? Check out VSN's Best Bets podcast. You can listen to daily sports betting highlights from the entire twenty-four-seven stream of VSN experts. Tracking line moves, odds, props, wins, losses, and bad beats from sportsbooks in Vegas and all across this great country of ours. Download the VEASAN Best Bets podcast now at VEASAN.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw. And as we do almost every Thursday, we welcome our favorite former Major League pitcher, Mr. Josh Towers. Josh, how are you today? I appreciate that. With all the people you know, I appreciate that. How you doing? I'm good, buddy. You all good? I'm doing good, yeah, actually. You know, you always come in here on Thursdays. You're, I mean, you're walking on clouds because <laughs> you get to see Shohei pitch every Wednesday night. That's not that. true because <laughs> I, went, I went to a Dodger game on a Wednesday and he didn't pitch. I had to watch sure, that Sure, they avoid the Dodgers. Detmer they avoid guy. Astros. You ever notice he only pitches against all these weak he's, sister he, teams? Yeah, he's like Kurt Schilling, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, wait, I mean, he faced a couple of good ones. Hall of Fame while you're speaking. He should be um, pretty quick. Like most of us have to put in some time. He doesn't have to. Like he's doubling up on everything, right? So if I got to put 15 years in, he only has to put seven and a half. He's just that good. Listen, Josh. Let's. He hasn't given up a run. Okay, enough with all this. Okay. <laughs> Everybody wants to look at like last night in a vacuum, right? That it, oh, he beats the White Sox. Okay. He beat you know he beat the Royals. He, he beat, beat Boston. He beat Seattle. He beat. Whatever that was, but, but, but JD one, Martinez but one and the dwarves they sent out there against him. Right. But here's my point: you have to look at it in the two-game set because the fact that he only pitches every seventh day is the only reason you get something called Chase Silseth out there on Tuesday night <laughs> with a three-run lead and a bullpen that's got all these guys suspended because of the brawl, and you give up eleven runs. Uh, so Shohei so, pitched no, great, and they went one and one. You just so what you just did is you just made a case for him as the MVP again. No, I did that not. That team is god awful. They have nobody. Him and Mike Trout go off the other day, and they lose eleven four. The only games they win is when he pitches. 
in a 14-game losing streak, and he took it personal, and he hasn't lost since, right? So pitching-wise, he's doing everything he needs to do. It's the only time they win. Offensively, they do their thing, and no one else shows up. This team sucks because they have no pitching. We've always known that about the Angels. They got 200-and-something million on the bench with a cast on his hand who doesn't even like the game of baseball. Right? This team has issues, and Shohei Otani's not it. You take Shohei off this team, they're the Reds. You take Mike Trout off this team, they're the same team. You're, you're referring to Anthony Rendon with the cast. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but listen, forget that. But let me ask you a question. What do they do? Win, win five less games? Look, the Angels are terrible. Well, seven currently at this point. But my, my point They being, are awful. Well, what's yeah, the but, difference But he's between... the MVP. Like, he's the best player I, on their team. Exactly he saw, alters everything about that team. Look what happened when you took Jacob DeGrom off the Mets. They got better. Listen, the Cy Young is an award for the best it's, pitcher, right? Got you. But the MVP is an award for the most valuable, not best player. He's the player. most valuable player on this team and in the League of Baseball, 100%. What's the value between being the Cubs and the Pirates? That's what he is. <laughs> I mean, if, well, if, if you're not a player on team, you're no value. You get a better draft pick well, and more rookie pool yeah. if you're the Cubs and the Pirates. It's this. He's. It's the difference he's, between being, what, no. five, six he's, games he's, under and 30 games under. I have to tell you, I'm starting to appreciate him as a pitcher, though. Oh, he's been terrific. Nobody he's scout so his good. slider. It's just his stuff is so it's so much better than everybody else's. Like he's on the Scherzer level, he's on the Verlander level. I'm listening. I'm watching the Seattle game. I was sick. I was sick yesterday, and I was watching at home. I'm watching Baltimore and Seattle. Then the game was a blowout. So the announcers are going on and on and on. They go, "We've seen McClanahan." We've seen Verlander. They don't compare to Shohei. I, I would agree. Really? I really would agree. It's Again, it's just different. The velocity can be if the you same, th- but it comes out differently. Hitting, just his pitching, is that much better than Justin Verlander? I, I think stuff-wise it is. I think really? intelligent-wise, obviously, Verlander's on a different level. I mean, I mean Verlander, Shohei's getting there. Verlander I mean, he gives did up. go to Old Dominion, so that's to be you know. Expected. Well, he's. I mean, he's also a Hall of Famer, and he's still just getting better and better. It seems like too. He he just he just outsmarts you, but he has plus stuff. He's like again, Scherzer. They just outsmart you, but they have plus stuff. There's guys who have plus stuff that have no idea what they're doing. There's guys that are smart, like Kyle Hendricks, who don't have plus stuff, and it's a, it's a, just a beautiful thing to watch. But Shohei's stuff is just. Again, it's just on another level, you and know, it goes this way. It goes down, like it doesn't. It's just down, 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 and like you have. It's a whole, we need two hours to explain this. No, no, no. Let me just real quick summarize my opinion, not defending Mike's position or anti-your position. Look, I think Shohei's been tremendous the last couple of years. Here's where Mm -hmm. my issue has been. The fact that he was unanimous. Go look at Vladdy Guerrero's stats last year. They were absolutely off the charts great. 100%. And and I just think for him to be a unanimous and for the people act like that Shohei is performing at a level that Baroid was performing in from 2000 to 2004. I've never seen anybody perform like that what he was doing. Forget the juice or non-juice. He'd see one pitch a week and he was depositing it. All, all I'm saying is he was carrying the Giants at a level that was making them contenders every year. Barry is the one case that I would say that you can be an individual, like you can be an outfielder only yeah. and, and beat Shohei for Cy Young. He's the only case because what he did will never be touched. You look at his stats, his on-base percentage, his average, all that stuff is like, it's, it's impossible to do what he did. And, and in our era, he's the only person that would rival Shohei for MVP, given Shohei does both. So again, Vladdy had an unbelievable year, but so did Shohei offensively, but then yeah. Shohei also pitched and had a great year. You, I, I get that we're, we're really trying to separate the two, but you can't, because I, Vladdy's, Vladdy can never do two different things. He'd be fleeced for space. I would rather vote for, vote for him for Cy Young than MVP. This year? Yes. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. I, got, I got no problems I, with that. I got no know, problems with that. Again, what have you done for me lately? Because we don't, we, we've been all over Aaron Nola, right? And you look at what Aaron Nola's done in the same stretch that, that Shohei's hey, done. Hey, and, and, and he's been one zero two zero. Like, oh, Nola's been equally as good. We're not jumping on the bandwagon listen, to listen, vote him. Listen, you guys go ahead and take your Aaron Nola. I've been trying to tell you about Martin Perez for a long time. What about that dude in uh, Houston who's better than all of them? Framber? <laughs> Stop. What's wrong with Framber? He's probably the best pitcher in the game currently. Like, he's on that level. I, I guess Sandy no level. longer exists. No, he got bumped. Well, he's in the other league. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I watched. I watched Verlander. So Verlander give up a leadoff double, and then for eight innings, all he got, all he gave up was Enciarte's swinging bunt. I mean, he made the Mets look silly. <laughs> How about Helsley's giving up eight hits on the year last night? Gives up a two-run homer in the ninth. Oh, I know. Sometimes, like, uh, you want to get that early hit off your walk to let's make you go mad. right. Let's go to Nola today because yeah. I looked at this game hard. Braves yep. win the first two in the series. Um, Ander, Ian Anderson line. against Nola today. I want to bet Nola. But Philly's not, you know, Harper not in the lineup, and this price is too high for me, $1.50, Give it to total me. eight and a half. You want Nola today? As soon as I saw the line, I really? thought, like, why are we not betting on the Braves? It's the first thing oh, I thought. Yeah. And then you look at Ian Anderson, it's like, well, he gives up four runs every other game. 
all season. So like, is like, what you know, we're gonna get today. With that said, Nola's been. We just talked about. It, he's been unbelievable. And then this is one time I kind of go to the lineups at this point. I look at the lineups and I'm like, you have my least favorite lineup in all the baseball. Kyle Schwarber one and Reese Hoskins two. Like to me, like I just Castellanos can't hit. Then we got Derek Hall, who's looks like he's making his debut. I got Real Muto, who's who's starting to struggle. They all need Bryce's protection. You got Didi, you got yeah. Bohm, you got Stott. You got like to me, this is I can walk right through this lineup today. I, so how do I not take the Braves today? I, I agree with you on taking the Braves plus Price. Not only that, I think the loss of Gene Segura has an impact on this offense. Dude, he's such a good hitter. He's such a good hitter. I think it gets overlooked. Uh, I missed a great betting opportunity yesterday. Hopefully, you took it. Dodgers. In Colorado, having lost two in a row, I'm so mad at my Urias. Urias on the mound, they get the win eight four there. I want to ask you about this pitching matchup, particularly I want to ask you about the Padres with Joe Musgrove. What do you think about Joe? Big game, four game set of Chavez Ravine this weekend. Uh, Mitch White on the mound for the Dodgers. I thought it was Michael Jai White was pitching for the Dodgers. (laughs) I have a play on this game, so I'm not going to tell you yet. But this is one of my plays today. Do you have a play on this game? You yeah. want me to guess it? Well, then no, I'm I don't want you to guess it. I want you to tell me. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go on Musgrove. You're going the other way. I know that. Well, I don't know. I mean, you you guys are diehard Padre fans. You got billboards up at the stadium. We got a bullpen day over here with the Dodgers, and you got Musgrove's been dealing. I, I have a and you feeling, get plus money. I have a feeling we're on the Padres. Month of June, the Padres have the second highest uh, average with runners in scoring position and second highest runs per game in the National League. They've been hitting the ball, and and for for the last week and a half without Manny, yeah, should have and, won both and, games and, in Arizona. They blow a five nothing lead first game. They're playing they're playing team baseball. They're playing fundamental baseball. They're like they're playing the game that you're supposed yeah. to play with the pitching doing what they're supposed to do. And again, I've said this a thousand times. I'll say it again. Their manager is the difference. Did you get to see uh, Clevenger at all yesterday? First time he's looked like Clevenger of old to me. And I know they got him on an eighty oh. pitch count, eighty five pitch count. But I mean, we're still we're still trying to distance ourselves from. Uh, from that girl, right? We're still yeah. trying to get ourselves away from all of that and, and get back to being able to walk in public. And, and yeah. I, I know it sounds weird. I'm not going to get into details, but there's a lot of stuff that goes through our head. Yeah. I would love as a baseball fan to get that old Clevenger back yeah. because he was unbelievable. I want to ask you about the Mets. Three and a half game lead right now over the Atlanta Braves. Can they hold on to this thing? We're expecting Scherzer and DeGrom to get back eventually, but they've struggled a little bit against Houston. Astros look like, you know, 1A or 1B in the American League. Uh, Atlanta playing well, winners of two in a row, seven and three in their last ten. Yeah, Atlanta's finding that, uh, that again, that confidence from last year, yeah. right? That second half confidence they found a little bit earlier this year. Um, I, I don't know, because now I'm split, because I always tell you guys the Mets are never going to do it, and they're not going to be very good, and, and we've been down that road. Um, Scherzer's back here pretty soon. Jacob threw about 27 pitches to hitters, so he's not back for over a month, right? We got, But we got those two guys coming back, is my point, and if they come back fully healthy, but I still, it's... What's that old saying? It's the MF and Mets. I don't know what the saying is in New York. Like, uh, who knows? They got two great things coming back, though. I want to I want to follow up on that point about the Mets and their pitching right now. Yeah. Uh, when we come back after the break, also a one-game series in Houston: Yankees and Severino, Houston. Astros Houston. and Louis Garcia tonight. <laughs> At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. 
Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN Summer Special is here for only $19. You get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of July, including Adam Burke's daily Major League Baseball best bets, our coverage of NFL preseason, and articles on golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. If you want the full VSIN experience, which features a daily best bets email around 9 a.m. Pacific time, every edition of Point Spread Weekly coming out every Wednesday, use of our betting tools, including the betting splits page, and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $19 to be a subscriber all the way through July 31st. Sign up now vcin.com slash summer. Welcome back into Odds On. On my left, Amal Shaw. On my right, Josh Towers. Yes, Amal. Yeah, Josh, uh, Chris Archer probably walking more guys in three and two-thirds innings than you walked in an entire season. He's watched, walked six guys already. That's the only thing I still get today is uh, thank you to Tyler Wells of the Orioles who doesn't walk anybody. They put a stat up every week, and I'm on top of the list of least walks in so many innings. <laughs> I get to see my name every five days. He pitches every five days. Um it's it's I was just telling those guys back there, like, all right, so you, you start this game, you walk all those dudes you guys were talking about with Archer, he's losing his control. Then your team gives you a three run lead against Bieber. Something like locks you in, something like checks you back in, especially a veteran. He goes out there and like on a two strike pitch, hits the right hand in the middle of the back, he like flew open, the ball sails, and then his body language was just awful. At that point, like I know I need innings out of my, my starter, but at that point, I got to think about pulling this kid out of the game. Like, they still need to win. They're, they're in first place. But who do you go to in their bullpen? Oh, my God, nobody. Well, I, I got to imagine anybody's probably better than Archer today. No, I don't think so. And they're in first place? It, it, this team needs to go hey, get they some can bullpen call up Simeon Woods Richardson. There's flaws with every team in this that's division. True. That's that's the problem. That's why they're in first. Yeah, that is. Uh, <laughs> I, I was watching the Mets game. Listen to that terrific booth of the Mets yesterday. And they were talking about, you know, getting back to two Ooh. big arms later. But yeah. they said right now, without a doubt, our best pitcher is Tyon Walker. Do you agree with that? All uh, right. Well, <laughs> let's pull up Tyon's stats. Um, he was your best pitcher for like two months, like what, last year, two years ago as well. And then he died. He ran and then, out of gas. And then he disappeared. He really right? ran out of gas. Yeah, he's your best pitcher. That's what you need. When somebody goes down, somebody has to step up. It's perfect timing for him to be good. Uh, but y'all, y'all are starting to fade a little bit too, right? I mean, the division's catching up. Everybody comes to reality. I get to know you guys a little more in your offense. And we're seeing a lot more swings and misses from that team. And you can only, I mean, I'm only going to pitch to Pete Alonso so much. Let's talk about the game in the at Minute Maid. Yankees, Luis Severino, one game set with the Astros. They're both. I mean, maybe they caught the same flight out of New York yesterday. Severino against close. Luis Garcia. Severino, a short road favorite tonight. Total eight. You got anybody in this spot? Yeah, I just think. Um... Again, I think it's just the biasness towards the Yankees for giving them the edge. I mean, I know that the series might have went their way, but Houston was a much better team in New York, and then Houston looked really good, obviously, with the Mets. Um, Garcia's he's, he's a pretty good pitcher, and he always pitches around quality starts, which gives that team an opportunity to win. Severino's got a 4-plus ERA on the road. He's not the same guy. And then you get Altuve, who's hitting about, what, 344 at home and 214 on the road. You get a better version of Altuve. I just think the Astros at home on plus money is the play. I, I like the plus money price on the Astros here. Want a quick uh, question? Go ahead, sorry. Can I ask one more question? Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Do you concur, <laughs> Josh Towers, the best starting pitching staff in the American League oh. resides in Houston, not New York City? Oh. Uh, 
I mean, they don't keep me here because I'm pretty. Yeah, no, okay? give me that question before we get on air so I can come up with an answer. Um, okay, we'll I send you notes. Both. Like at the end of the yeah, day, if, right. if, if, if I have to take one to go in the postseason with, I'm taking the Astros. But that, that New York pitching staff has been the, that's the reason they are where they are. That team is so good. That's, that's, those guys have been, Tyone has been amazing, but we've seen that. Nestor Cortez has done his thing. Obviously, Garrett Cole has put the scaredness of New York behind him. Like, the whole staff has been Severino. We know is good. He's just got to stay healthy. I like the consistency of Houston better. Tend to agree with you there. Just a quick question in terms of the Yankees' travel. Played yeah. in the Bronx yesterday, go to Houston for one day, then to Cleveland against the Guardians for a three-game set. That'll be important for them. Does it matter at all? Because in baseball, you're not used to the yeah. one-day travel like that. It's not fun. Like, we got to put the suits on. Hopefully, they give us a little relaxed day of, uh, of travel dress. Um, checking in at a hotel real quick. Like, it's, it's, it, it does because i got to carry the bags everywhere. And I know it's petty, but... Checking it's, in the it, hotel. It's not like you're going up to the front desk and giving them your ID. No, they, I mean, give me a break. No. Give me my key when I get <laughs> yeah, off the bus, exactly. buddy. I don't even want to wait. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I, think it can, I think it works against us more. We like to get comfortable. I want to get situated. You mentioned this off-air. Uh, the Brewers went down to Tampa Bay and beat up on the Bullies, won two games there, which is nobody wins these interleague games against Tampa. The Brewers did. No. But now Tampa heads to Toronto. Toronto coming off a very good, very competitive series with the Red Sox. Whistler's mother for the Rays tonight against Yusei Kikuchi, I say Tomato. Who you got here? <laughs> Toronto, a home favorite. I, I called my buddy Brian the other day and I said, "Hey, can we can we make a trip to wherever Toronto's going to be soon? Like, can we get you say locked in because I don't know what Pete's doing with them up there in Toronto, but it's not working." Um, yeah, I, you don't know how bad I want to go play catch with you say again and just get some stuff right. I, but listen, he, he's my boy. I love the kid. I can't trust him. I mean, twelve of his fourteen starts, he's gone less than six innings. Like he's not even getting to six. Like it's been struggles, and once it goes bad, it kind of just goes bad. And, and what's to say it's not going to happen again? I know Tampa's not the greatest hitting team, but it doesn't matter who you are. They're getting people back in their lineup. But it, the, the Rays lineup's getting better. When I'm struggling, it doesn't matter who you are. Mm-hmm. You're a major league hitter. You're going to hit my mistakes, and, and mistakes for many reasons. And you, you're going to make Toronto the favorite. And, and I think the only reason is is because Tampa's going on back-to-back bullpen days. And they kind of got accustomed to that. But, you know, at, at times, and it's why Kevin's pushing McClanahan so much. It's why he's pushing him to seven almost every day because somebody has to eat innings and he's the kid right now until they get somebody else to do it. Uh, I, I still think that, it, it, I mean, listen, Toronto's a great team. They're at home. It's a fun place to play. It's a very comfortable place to play. But I think Tampa's the player. say has to show me more. Yeah, I, I'm, you know, to me, he has really struggled. ERA comes in over five in this one. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you a division question because I'm not interested in the Reds, Cubs, and the A's, M's. No. What about Ashcraft? This kid's a pretty good young pitcher. Yeah, what a fun series that is, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, you had, you had a good pitching matchup last. Louis, Louis Castillo was was very good the first no, game. No, he was great. He was yeah, great. I love him. And then <laughs> Hendricks. Is it Hendricks today? Yeah, it is. Yeah, 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 it like, is Hendricks. He's today. like 10 and 0 versus the Reds in his last 10 or something. <laughs> it's not even. The coolest thing about the Reds game today is they get to go to Chicago and eat at all the cool restaurants. That's yeah. it. <laughs> uh, great restaurants in Chi Town, especially in the summertime. Yeah. Um, are you in the terms of the AL Central? Minnesota right now the favorite about plus one twenty. Uh, the tough. Guardians uh, plus like two forty two fifty, and the White Sox for some reason are plus one seventy. I don't think the White Sox could win hundred games if they played three hundred. They're not going to have to. Well, my point being is, why does this team continue to stay as a second favorite in this division when the Guardians are ahead of them? They're much more competitive with their pitching. The White Sox couldn't play defense to save their life. No, they got a lot of mistakes. They're still the more talented long-term team, I think. I, I, I think it's actually we finally have value on the White Sox, to be honest with you. Really? Yeah, I think you Lance still like Lynn, them to win the division. Yeah, I don't see how Minnesota is going to hold up for six months. And if, if Bieber, like, he's given up three today. In order for, for me, for Cleveland to win, Bieber has to give up one or less every game. Like, he has to really step up. I mean, a lot of other pitchers are doing well. The offense is cool because they don't strike out, which, again, goes underlooked in baseball stuff we don't talk yeah. about, which is why they where they're at. I just don't know. I don't see Minnesota being able. Who knows? Simeon, you might be in another trade, buddy. I don't see them going out and getting anybody, but they possibly could. I don't know what Cleveland's really going to do, and I think the White Sox are still the team. These guys are they're six games back. That can happen in a couple weeks. We got three months left. I think a big part of the White Sox is going to deal with how is Kopesh the rest of the year. I think it's going to be the fans stop dividing the team and, and the firing La Russa stuff and just let them go back and, and jail. Do you have the you have our plays, Britain? You can put it. Did you have a play today? I Mo? do not. No. I have uh, I have two, and I wanted to get to them. Um, 
before we get out of time here. I'm going to take the Mariners tonight against the A's. Okay. The A's got to fly from New York all the way to Seattle. Mariners stay at home after winning the last two against the O's. Logan Gilbert against Martinez. I'm all there, 215. I'll take them on the run line at even money. I'm with you on that. <laughs> I mean, that's a two-unit play. And then I'm going with our boy, San Diego native Joe Musgrove tonight <laughs> in Dodger Stadium against the bullpen day. Woo. And White, I'll take them plus 118. The Padres, as you said, playing team baseball mm-hmm. and getting production from the bottom of the lineup. You got to get it from everybody. Yeah, they have to. You can't have all those automated. I bet a lot of money on Nola. First five in San Diego when they played that game. Five shutout, but the Phillies didn't score, so I got to push that's, on my bet. That's what I was looking at about the teams he faced and where he pitched. It's, right. it's a fun place to play. I mean, San Diego's good, but pitching in San Diego's better. Pitching in San Everything in San Diego's better. The weather's <laughs> the weather, better. Yeah. I'm a, the I'm downtown scene's better. Okay, all right. All right. You like Toronto. <laughs> he, he, you like Toronto. You're a metropolitan. I guy. love San Diego. I think it was great. Listen, he no, he he's Walking confirming around. San Diego. Are yes. you kidding me? You're in PB. Trust yeah. me, you're good. And you get to see you Darvish every five. I mean, his love affair with you Darvish with Shohei Otani. the Pacific Rim. Josh <laughs> Tower. Where's, where, where's my dinner for El- you, Darvish, winning 20 games when he won? I think 10, 12. That was over a decade. Yeah, that was a long time ago, man. You got to collect within the year. I can't help you. You're not available. <laughs> so you're on Bra- Braves and uh, Braves and Rays tonight. I just think there's some value. I think there's some value in Tampa. I just don't think that that, that UC should be favored. Um, yeah, I think the land and line. Uh, it's just the, the Phillies offense, and I know Noah's been so good. It's just the value isn't with Atlanta. There's value uh, tonight. I know you think Otani's the MVP, but will he win MVP this year with no. the year judges having? Yeah, because he's I, honestly, I think he's. Well, uh, Judge gets on TV more than anybody else, right? It's kind of biased. Uh, Shohei's pretty pretty possessed right now. And if that keeps up, it's going to be very difficult. You can still get him at 3-1. to one. All right, thanks for tuning in today, folks. Thanks to Josh Towers. Up next, Betting Across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.